0: Radio Influence.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Dark to Light podcast with
2: Frankie Val in the basement and
1: Beans. Uh, We were talking real quick during the pre-show about the Durham report that just dropped on Monday evening. Of course, we're going to touch on that. I just was saying I have not gotten through the whole thing yet, but there are some nuggets in there that I wanted to talk through with everybody. Also, today is uh, Carrie Lake is going to (laughs) trial, if you can call it that, on the signature matching in Arizona. Um, Abe uh, Hamaday had his hearing yesterday for a new trial in Arizona as well. And this Rudy Giuliani lawsuit that everybody thinks is like just some, you know, oh, forget it. You know, it's just some woman who's attacking him. Mm-mm. There's a lot more in there that we need to discuss as well. And then, Frank, I mean, Target, have you seen what they're doing? Target? No, oh, hey, what? Oh, Lord, we'll get to that at the end if we have time.
2: I mean, I, I if, it's probably not going to surprise me because I've been to Target quite a bit in the last couple of months because... Lauren loves Target and what I see, what they stock on their shelves is incredible. The book section, the book section is just like everything you need to turn a person into a complete idiot, especially a historical idiot.
1: Or, oh, I mean, we're gonna be focused on the children's section today. Um, But let's, let's get into, let's get into Durham first. <sighs> I have the whole report up here. First share with me, Frank, your thoughts after you started reading this on 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 Monday. What was I guess I
2: guess, I'll, I guess I'll just reiterate what I said in the in the pre-show then. It's just I, at this point we had already we, there's everything that's been figured out. Every every once in a while there is a new revelation that adds more context to just how bad we knew things were, and this is nothing short of treason um uh yeah this is this is treason everything that they call they talk about, the talk of the seditious conspiracy that they're lobbing at proud boys and all that other stuff because of january 6th is again just more projection for what was i so far beyond the pale uh as far as this goes we had kind of licked our wounds and put it behind us and knew that even though we were right and even though we had all the validation necessary to realize and start coping with the fact that we are living under a, a tyrannical uh, bureaucratic government that has mutated from a former republic, and that there's really nothing we can do and we should never really expect any kind of justice to be served when it does what it's designed to do, which is self-perpetuate itself, self-perpetuate its existence to squash anybody that upsets the apple cart even a little bit, and then just lie to us and just wage psychological warfare. Because it's not even just the government that John Durham says, oh, yeah, there's no predicate for any of this, which just means, oh, yes, an illegal, completely illegal, treasonous spying operation was launched during a major presidential election year, and then there was a three-year subsequent Uh, investigation that served to uh, as a a number of purposes it served as a cover-up It served as a perjury trap any way that they can create more buzz anything that can go and and give their friends in the media who were willing parties in all this scam which i think is the worst part about having this all being drudged up again and thrown in our faces to listen to the androgynous weirdos like rachel maddow out, out there, uh, like kind of dunking on more than half of the country. Because once again, we did not get disproven wrong. We were just not given the satisfaction that everybody deserves, whether they're Republican, Democrat or independent or non-affiliated, because this is not a partisan issue, but they can't report on it. Uh, they can't report on it, honestly, because they are part of it. So it's um it's really just been more so a kick in the nuts than a, a, a huge revelation
1: there's there are few things in here i i that i'm finding that are revelations but it doesn't matter because there's been no accountability and there will be no accountability so that all aside um we started saying pretty early on after the first indictment of durham that this was going to be nothing that it wasn't going to work out that it wasn't going to do what we all thought it was going to do and everyone got very angry about that because there were a lot of people who really put all their trust and faith in John Durham and said, oh, he's behind the scenes doing something, you know, whatever. Mm -mm. No. Um, But this, this, you know, back in 2015, 16, 17, even 18, this was the biggest scandal to ever rock the United States in, in recent memory. I mean, this was an attempted coup on a sitting president and interference in an election, the likes of which we've never experienced ourselves on such a grand scale. And again, like you said, it included the media, all these hacks that sat up there and literally lied to the entire country. They polarized the country. They set the stage for the culture war. They set the stage for the determining whose side you're on. They set the stage for the spying on Americans. They set the stage for the weaponization of the Justice Department. It set the stage for every single thing we're experiencing now, the one of the things that has really driven me somewhat insane about this is the the myriad of times in his report he says some individuals who in our view had important and relevant information about the topics under investigation refused declined to be interviewed or otherwise cooperate <laughs> can we go to the people who were drug in in the Mueller probe or even steve bannon and, and, uh, what's his name? Damn it. The COVID, the guy with the vaccine thing we listened to. I can't remember his name off the top of my, I'm forgetting it. He's on Bannon all the time. The advi- uh. the advisor to Trump, he was, um, come on, someone give it to me. Peter. No. Someone give it to me. Come on. Anyway. Navarro. Thank you. I. It's on the tip of my tongue. And, and talk to them after they were literally arrested and criminally charged for not appearing with a subpoena in front of Congress when they were claiming executive privilege. And and yet, like if Durham called you, you and you were very involved in this whole entire treasonous debacle, you could just say, oh, I'm not going to cooperate. Thanks so much. Have a good day. And he would be like, OK, seriously, where's your subpoenas? Where Where's your where's your grand jury Where's your where's your criminal investigation you're supposed to be running? You just let them walk? That that should tell you everything you need to know. Right there. I mean, they literally say in here there were there were no there was no reason to start this. It was completely outside the norm. It never should have happened. They had no information to verify anything that was being said. We also learned that there were three people at the meeting with Papadopoulos. I'm um, two people sorry, downer and someone else, that he never mentioned Clinton emails or anything in the form of emails. Why didn't Papadopoulos come out and say that he wasn't he was with more than one person at that meeting? Who knows?
2: Yeah, who knows.
1: Um that's a problem. You know, it goes no. into it goes into the steel dossier. I mean, they they knew from the very second they got it that that it was Completely unverified. And all I kept thinking as I was reading this, I'm having flashbacks of freaking Schiff in my head. And the crap that went on with the memo, and and it just all came back. And I'm like, these people stood up there and they blatantly lied to the American people over and over and over and over. They're still lying. I know.
2: It's like, it's not even like they they said they're they're even trying to spin this as an out. It's so bad but but they have so much they have so much they have so much gall to do what they've done already why they just don't care one thing i will say is that you look at all the all the footage of these people someone like shift from just 6 years ago their faces have completely sagged and rotted oh, and oh really bloated. oh yeah oh shift looks like a a, a spring chicken pufferfish in uh, in 2016 Early 2017 when he's out there and he's uh, he's he's making problems for people like Devin Nunes and he's lying about what he's seen behind the the scenes. And now, I mean, I guess when you're I I don't know what a different six years dabbling in the darkest of magic does to you.
1: It's just and, and, you know, they go through the standard that they used in here to like what standards they use to make prosecutorial decisions and things like that. And I'll be honest, if if they had used those standards that they used for these treasonous traitors that were embedded in our intelligence community and our law enforcement apparatus, none of the J6 people would be in jail right now. If they used the standards Durham used, which are the real legal standards, and it wasn't a politically charged witch hunt, none of the people who were in jail right now for January 6th would even be in jail, let alone facing 14 to 18 to 20 years in prison for standing outside of a building, exercising their First Amendment right, and some, you know, a flagrant Telegram chat messages. Okay.
2: Did you read the whole thing?
1: No, I haven't gone through it yet.
2: Did you at least get to the end where he just he he explains why there will be no uh, recommendation recommended charges?
1: No. Am I gonna uh, lose just, my I'm shit curi- again?
2: I'm just curious about about his James Comey justification or why
1: i'm gonna get through it hopefully today i really am focusing on it with detail though so that's why it's taking me so long but so we've got that they're never going to hold anybody accountable because they don't even hold people accountable to interviewing with them um we learned something else in here that people would be interested to know you need to go back to 2019 2020 and re-listen to the first two podcasts that we had with Patrick Byrne because what he tells you in his interview is corroborated in the Durham reports about the bribe and the foreign national that wanted to come and bribe Clinton. All of that's in there in the Durham report. Just letting you guys know when you can corroborate something like that separate and apart from the person that said it, it's likely the rest of that's true, too. Just saying. Um, it's It's bad. But I have a little mashup of these. And the thing that bothers me more than anything is, again, the media, these people are responsible purposefully so. This was not an accident where they thought they were just doing good. They knew that this was nonsense. They reported on it anyway. Remember, the whole reason that CNN and all the other media outlets were pissed off at BuzzFeed for leaking the entire dossier as early as they did was because they were supposed to use that as their behind-the-scenes to drip things out slowly. It was never supposed to be, here's this crazy thing that nobody would believe if they actually read it themselves right in front of you all at once. BuzzFeed screwed up.
2: Yeah, well, I, I was talking about that there, too, when one of the first media reactions was Jake Tapper... And, and he said, this is devastating to the FBI. It's devastating to you. I mean, Jake Tapper was the one who personally got the green light from Clapper uh, to say, hey, uh, both presidents, ingoing and outgoing, have now been briefed on this nonsense that Clinton paid for to be created. And and that was the lead for people like Jake Tapper to start talking about it on but, CNN. They, needed, they they couldn't talk about it in a verified you know, good intelligence standpoint because there's nothing there, and they always knew that. But the lead was that two presidents, ingoing and outgoing, had now been briefed on this thing as if it may be something to be concerned about. I mean, he was the first one that they directly passed the ball
1: to. Yeah, yeah, and don't forget Izikov too. Um, D. Kylie, thank you so much for the uh, Rumble rant and the Patriot eighty-eight. Thank you so much. Parents and people around D.C. on J6 were hunted down. Trump was raided. Durham could have forced cooperation. You're exactly right, 100%. I want to read real quick, too, what what one of the things that stuck out to me. This report doesn't recommend any wholesale changes in guidelines and policies that the department and FBI now have in place to ensure proper conduct and accountability in how counterintelligence activities are carried out. First, let's stop there. This is not an OIG report okay, where Durham was acting as an inspector general and was supposed to come out and give recommendations on how the FBI could do better. What are we doing here, first of all? Second of all, before we go on with this, Hillary Clinton literally committed crimes when she passed this stuff into the FBI, knowing that it was false. They all knew it was false. Brennan knew it was false. Clapper knew it was false. They all knew it was- McCain knew it was false. Right, all of them knew. They all knew it was bullshit. She created the thing out of whole cloth. They tried to tie it to the DNC hack because they had no hack, because they had no um, excuse for the fact that it was Seth Rich who got the information from inside the DNC and gave it to, to, you know, DNC leaks and WikiLeaks. So they had to create some Russian boogeyman that didn't exist. And that Russian boogeyman has perpetrated every single other thing that we've experienced from from the the wide-scale censorship of Americans to the misinformation, disinformation, malinformation, bullshit, and forward. My pen. The producer on the radio, Frank, is, is starting to really love us. Like, he laughs. Every time I text him on Wednesdays with, with
2: all the timestamps time
1: for, for bad words. um, All of it, all of it was perpetrated um, from this one thing. And she's not being charged with the crime. So what does that mean moving forward? As I was talking to a good friend about yesterday. Can any campaign now do that? Well, you need to have a cooperative justice department, which we would never have. And we don't necessarily like to break the law in favor of political outcomes, typically. So anyway, um, so they say basically in here, what you really need to do, guys, at the FBI is just follow your oath and the rules that are in place right now. So the the answer is not a creation of new rules, but renewed fidelity to the old. And then the FBI, right, right after this drops, puts out, their own statement. The conduct in 2016 and 2017 that special counsel Durham examined was the reason that the, FB, the current FBI leadership already implemented dozens of corrective actions, which have now been in place for some time. Had those reforms been in place in 2016, the missteps identified in the report could have been prevented.
2: The missteps. Missteps? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! The missteps, That's... it
1: goes on, but like he literally said, more training isn't going to do anything. It's a it's a culture problem.
2: Did you see the the, the FBI statement that th- that will will push you? If I the mean one you've I just been read, push no, yeah, yeah, over the top.
1: No, where is uh, that? About,
2: about two thousand sixteen, seventeen. I just read it. Oh, I thought that was—I thought that that was the the what what Durham has. Oh, okay, never mind. It's all very similar to me. But, I just, uh, I just yeah. said
1: the conduct in 2016 and 2017. Right, the missteps right. was that was that thing.
2: Yeah. Um, so, so pretty much what they're saying that in 2016 and 17 treason was actually allowed. It was allowable or there was a treason (laughs) loophole and 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 not only was there a loophole to commit treason in the FBI that needed to be closed up. They had people who were of such high moral character that they exposed the loophole and used it. (laughs) 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 It's just they think and I guess they know to a certain level we are stupid.
1: The FBI continues to do its work with the rigor, objectivity, and professionalism yeah. the American the people rigor, deserve. Rigor porn,
2: the rigor of a porn star.
1: Um, today, Tomorrow, uh, Garrett O'Boyle and Steve Friend are appearing via live in front of the weaponization committee. Let's watch this clip that you so kindly shared on Twitter for everybody. With the with the title Ah uh, Memories, let's
0: watch. Yeah. Parts of the now infamous dossier on Trump have proven to be true. I know the Campaign history dollars. of the dossier, but it hasn't been discredited. In fact, it's been the opposite. It's been corroborated. Much of the dossier has been corroborated. This discredited dossier. It which hasn't was been paid discredited. For, paid. For. Your intel
1: community has corroborated all of the details in there. The all meeting. Some of the substance. All of them. All, all, of, the of, all details. of the
2: details.
1: Your Intel Committee has corroborated all of the details inside of the dossier. All of them. Camarella, that's your favorite, isn't it?
2: Yeah. The, 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 the most, the most uh, well known bagel, bagel smearer in D.C. So good.
1: Here we go. Back to this again.
0: The Cont- content of the dossier we were able to corroborate in our Intelligence Community Assessment, which hmm. from other sources in which we had very high confidence so
1: we- They're just lying.
0: We know that with the FISA application, the relevant parts of Christopher Th- Steele's dossier were corroborated. Say that if the application included information from the dossier, it would
2: only be after the FBI had, in fact, corroborated information through its own investigation.
0: And we also know that as time goes on, more and more parts of the Steele dossier get corroborated. So when
1: the president just refers to a fake dossier, that is false.
0: Uh, I I don't think that's that, that is the accurate characterization for the entirety of the dossier. The clear.
1: Investigators have corroborated part of the uh, dossier. The dossier has been corroborated by the intelligence community. U.S. investigators have corroborated some of the allegations in that dossier. Yes. Although we do know that parts of it have been corroborated,
0: it's not been corroborated, but it
1: hasn't been disproven either. Is there anything in the dossier that has been disproven? No. But not one thing has been disproven. No major thing from the dossier has been conclusively disproven. Okay, so they move to disproven like you can prove a negative. That's that's just asinine. Rachel Maddow and her. I mean,
2: I watched a little. I I put my audience through just a little bit of her of her Durham spot the other night because it's too, you you start getting that burning, the flames in your brain when you when you when you listen to it because there's no way out and especially i mean th- th- that 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 thing in particular matto uh he was the one that did the the interview with chuck Schumer. <laughs> i matto was the one who was the interviewer for the whole we the, the Six intelligence ways from community Sunday. It, it's just incredible i just sent you another another short compilation that kenako the great did I, I threw it up on my uh, on my Instagram with credit credit to him. It, it, it's a short one, but it's just like all the memories coming back to think about where we were six seven years ago it's and not the fact fair. that what
1: it's broken. The link is broken or unavailable. Get it? That must have taken it down. It says no. the link you followed may be broken or the page may have been remu- removed. No,
2: it's the last one on my Instagram. Hold on this I, I think it's another good let me see this is
1: can you find it um, on his twitter?
2: Might be. I took it off his telegram, but that gets buried very very quick. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> hold on. Um,
1: but yeah, I mean, these people like li- they knew they were lying. They knew they weren't telling you the truth. These these the, it it's it's the whole thing is just the whole thing is just disgusting. Let me. Yeah, you.
2: so th- so that's why it's good just to reflect and remember where we where we were, and that we we nobody Bombshell nobody out there report. knows all speak. the <laughs> truth of the universe. But at least we were not the people who ate up the month the nightly lies and were turned into unthinking zombies. That at this point, uh, they don't relent just out of pride, which is like, what do you have pride in? Right. You should, you should, there's, there's nothing to be prideful about. You should be humble and contrite at this point that you were led around Weissman, like a dog on a leash.
1: Weissman is doubling down saying this Durham report is bald, blah, blah, blah. Andrew Weissman. Oh, it's terrible. And Peter Strzok and, and Lisa Page are in the middle of suing the government for wrongful termination and getting to discovery and frickin' trial.
2: This yeah, is- and, and no worries. They will get compensated.
1: Oh, of course they will
2: they will the they fact will. that andrew McCabe is out there and and doing the rounds in the media again it with his uh his pompous ass the fact that he still has a pension that all these people's pensions were reinstated and everything it's um ah my I, gosh that they that they gave kevin the, the one little the one little twerp that we were given whose scalp we were given kevin kleinsmith was given his his license to pr- to uh practice law back yes he wasn't even permanently disbarred. He
1: wasn't held accountable for any. I know. I know. And and the only thing that we, yeah, I know. Let's listen to this clip. And then I have for our good friend, uh, Arizona informer. Where'd it go? Here it is. Hold on. I feel the same way, AZ. I'll show you in a minute. Here.
2: Bombshell report from BuzzFeed. The BuzzFeed bombshell
0: is true. Bombshell report. The Russians had compromising videos of Donald Trump watching prostitutes urinate on a bed in the Moscow Ritz-Carlton presidential suite.
1: Donald
2: Trump engaged in perverted acts with prostitutes.
1: In reality, A, a bunch of the dossier has proven to be true. B, the FBI and the CIA have reportedly validated parts of it as true. Investigators have corroborated part of the uh, dossier. The dossier has been corroborated by the intelligence community. U.S. investigators have corroborated some of the allegations in that dossier. We do know that parts of it have been corroborated.
0: The president was compromised by a hostile foreign government.
2: Full stop. The possibility, the very real possibility, that President Putin damaging information over President
1: Trump. What do the Russians have oh. on Donald Trump? Politically, personally, or financially? She does look a lot worse now. Look at her. I'm,
2: I'm telling you, that in six years, they all took a nosedive. A nosedive. I, I, Nancy looks somewhat youthful. She does. A no, she has turned literally into... Uh, uh, death becomes her oh my in gosh. six years.
1: Am I even gonna play the rest of this? Cause it's too frustrating. And this is what it reminds me of. Thank you, AZ Informer. Thank Sorry. you. didn't mean to frighten anyone. You're a bit late for that. Then there were three more murders. The let's consider each murder one by one. Professor Plum, you
2: knew that Mr. Body was still alive. Even psychiatrists can tell the difference between patients who are alive
1: or dead. You fired the gun at him in the dark and missed so you pretended he was dead. That's how you were able to kill him later, unobserved. That's right. I'm he was the missing it. person in the kitchen after we found the cook dead. But he was yeah, yeah. with us in the...
2: Yes, I did it. I killed Yvette. I hated her so much. It, it, the, it, flame, flames,
1: flames on the side of my face, breathing, breath, heaving breaths. Flames. Flames. Flames!
2: Yep. yep. So they the... Uh...
1: Best movie ever. You guys got to find it. If you haven't seen it already. So I'm going to finish reading it. I'm going to thread out what I think I need to add to the topic. A lot of people have done threads. It, it It's just frustrating to me. Um, the whole like walk away and don't get interviewed thing really drives me nuts. Marjorie Taylor Greene introduced articles of impeachment against Ray. That'll never happen. It'll never happen. But I wanted to point out this section right here because I'm going to do this every single time I see it. FBI whistleblower Kyle Serafin obtained a leaked FBI document that targets traditional Latin mass in Catholic uh, in Catholic Latin mass. Just want to remind everyone, little uncover DC. Kyle wrote that story for Uncovered DC. It got lost in the entire viral nature of everything, but we were the first to publish that. Don't think that your independent media is not impactful because it sure is:
2: well there's there's no, there's no reason to watch anything else or in, interact with anything else unless you you just want to make a gag reel for the future, like what we just watched. Uh, the the television. Anything that is that is tied to those corporate structures, that is material for future gag reels. They are lying 100% of the time in some way, shape, or form. They are always steering the narrative, no matter how little the nudge is. They are the rudders on the story. They do not report the story. So, yeah, I, that, that's just what it is. should completely divorce yourself from anything that is mainstream, save for wanting to be able to invest in some clips that will eventually end up in a future gag reel.
1: Um, The only positive thing to come out of the Durham report, in my honest opinion, is that General Flynn will walk away with his case at this point. Walk away with it. The case that he has against the DOJ for malicious prosecution. I'm... Like, you've got to spend, what is the government going to argue? Oh, our Justice Department was wrong when they said that they didn't have a predicate and so is this entire investigation by John. He's going to win. (laughs) He's going to win. Um, Let's move topics quickly to Carrie Lake, okay? All right. So, they argue that the procedures weren't followed when they did the signature verification in Maricopa County that they didn't, they didn't follow their own procedure when verifying signatures on mail-in ballots. And because of that, there are X number of mail-in ballots that are outcome determinative that should not have been counted. Okay. <laughs> they, Maricopa County, Katie Hobbs, all of them didn't want this to go to trial because if you start peeling the layers of signature verification away, they're absolutely screwed. I mean, it's the one thing that they have that they can use over and over and over again they had a hearing the other day. They went in and argued their points. The judge came back with this order. They, the judge ordered that the signature verification will go to trial. That trial starts today. The problem is that this judge, when he ordered the trial, he ruled that Carrie Lake had to prove that any procedure wasn't followed. Like they didn't follow any procedures at all, none. In level two and level three signature verification, meaning they had to prove that nobody who was doing the signature verification followed any prints any procedure at all. It's impossible to prove because they never alleged that nobody ever did. So they're asking them to prove something that is 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 just impossible and they never are they never complained was a thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? They never said no one followed any procedure. That would be like just as a hypothetical, one of the procedures saying, come in, sign into your computer, and start your day. And if someone did that, her entire case fails. That's basically what they're saying. So Kurt Olsen and Crew and Carrie Leek said, wait, wait, wait a second. That's not what we were saying. Plus, not only was that not what we were saying, but we allege that there were failures at level one also, not just two and three. So the judge came back last night and said, oh, okay. So now you also have to prove that level one didn't follow any procedures. The problem is that the judge even acknowledges in the order that her own affiance in their affidavit said they followed procedure. So how... Is she supposed to, like, her argument does never include nobody followed any procedure. It's, it's, it's done purposefully. It's done maliciously. It's done so that there's, there's, you know, what is really happening here is the judge doesn't want to deal with it. And he's giving them enough to be able to successfully appeal and get it out of his way is what's going Hmm. on. That, 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 that case is going to go to trial today, live. For everybody who wants to watch it, I don't know if I can stream it, I might. It I'm just I'm like, what is what is this bull? This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, right. I, I wish it was five. It is
1: They have logs that were finally produced to them that show that people who were verifying these signatures, some of them, 100,000 or so of them, were verified in less than 1 second. How is that even possible? There's no, think about a second. How are you gonna look at the signature compared to the voter record, go through the process, click the button and verify it in less than a second? How?
2: It's not human.
1: No. No, it's not. Um, John, John Otter in the chat wants to know what your bicep measurement is, Frank. Who? John Otter in the chat what does john want to know what is your bicep me- measurement frank
2: i don't know I, don't, I haven't measured my arms since high school i don't as long as they work i'm happy hmm. as long as my as long as my arms work that's all i that's all i care about um they're not as big as they were when i was uh using free weights but they're doing just fine i guess
1: JJ C three asks, can they appeal, appeal the, (laughs) someone wants you to measure right now. Um, JJ C three asks, can they appeal the judge's order? And I say, um, yes. And they tried to with this judge. Um, and yes, they'll have to appeal it later because there's just no way they're going to be, in my opinion, successfully able to argue this case this way. It's stupid. Uh, Abe Hamiday had his hearing yesterday in Arizona as well for a new trial. What they're arguing in their case is that signatures, um, new evidence has come to light that Katie Hobbs held back at the time of his original trial, that they had people that had gone to vote in Arizona and were unregistered for some odd reason, and they were supposed to be registered there. And then they couldn't, they couldn't vote regular. Their provisional ballot was voted and Wasn't counted. And there are enough of those votes proven at this point to overturn that election. That margin of victory for the sitting AG in Arizona is something like 200 votes. 200. And then you got to think to yourself how is it that the Republican AG, who ran kind of on a slate with the governor and the secretary of state, got that many more votes than Carrie Lake, the governor, did? Doesn't make any sense.
2: No. Just, just very enthusiastic down ballot voters.
1: Yeah, very enthusiastic to vote for like agriculture secretary, but not right.
2: I cannot wait. I cannot. I'm. I cannot wait. I can just imagine that. I can't wait. Can't we wait need. We in need there. major change with the in the agriculture department in this in this uh, <laughs> state. And that's what everybody talks about. on Election day. Someone By the way, my what? local elections over here. Uh, I think we're last night or something, and now our our school board in my town is 100% activist. Oh, fun! Yeah, that's good. So I'm just building up my I'm building up my chip over here that I can cash out one day and fly the coop and live in a uh, little shanty in the woods somewhere next to the Unabomber.
1: By the judge's measurement, you could have all the evidence someone murdered someone, but if you didn't prove they buried the dead person, you lose. Uh, uh, yes yeah yeah um the attorney for uh Hamaday now is is Jen Wright uh she's brilliant, just saying she was brilliant yesterday in court she's brilliant um this is another lawsuit, Frank that was filed yesterday that uh everybody is saying is nothing, but I want to. Redirect on first. You know what? It might make sense to do this first.
2: I want to sue somebody. Who can I? Can I sue someone?
1: You can sue anyone you want.
2: I I gotta sue somebody. Everybody's filing lawsuits. I I don't even. I don't even know what the hell. I just want to jump in and have some fun.
1: Giuliani's being sued, and Citizen Free Press is on top of this because they see it just the same way I do, which is why I stopped to read the complaint and I wish I never did. I wish I never did. Here, let's listen, I know it's MSNBC, but let's listen to this real quick.
0: I wanna get to the issue, what you can tell us about what is recorded and what isn't. Um, Repeatedly, you say in this complaint, this conversation was recorded, this statement was recorded. It doesn't say that when Giuliani's describing the way he's selling pardons for $2 million. Is there any recording about that? There's not a recording about that that we know of we do expect that it will be corroborated in other ways. How, how else could that be corroborated? Well, uh, the complaint alleges that uh, somebody else was present during those discussions, mm-hmm. uh, Lev Parnas, and in part, we would like to talk to him about those conversations. So is it fair when you read the, these 69 pages that every place where it says this statement was recorded or anywhere it says this conversation was recorded to interpret it as that's the recorded material and wherever it doesn't say that, you can assume it's not recorded. That, that's the way I read it. For the most part. But I would say that there are other recordings that were not referenced in the complaint um, that may become relevant at some time. You know, the complaint is an outline of Ms. Dunphy's allegations. It's a very detailed outline, yes. But um, there may be other evidence that comes out as the case proceeds towards trial. Now, the lawsuit, to be clear, is about uh, Rudolph Giuliani. Uh, as as described luring this woman a woman he finds attractive into working for him promising her to pay her a million dollars a year which he can't pay her right now
1: so that's the the bulk of he he gets this woman to work for him allegedly this is just one side of the story just making that clear but he gets this woman to work for him, promises her a million dollars a year, calls her his director of business development, but tells her these payments are gonna be deferred for a little while because I'm um, going through a divorce and I don't want my ex-wife to know where this money's coming from, etc. So I will pay you in other ways um, as we move forward. And then once the div- divorce is settled, I will pay you your actual salary.
2: Oh boy, what is, the, sounds like some James Spader stuff
1: it does and the thing that um here she is in a picture with Giuliani she's in plenty of pictures with him actually and she she has in the in the complaint corroborating evidence he offered to to help her litigate her ongoing like uh, divorce or you know just, there was like a another allegation of of abuse or whatever that he's helping her to litigate it he there's an email in there from him to her the the other attorneys saying he's gonna be taking care of this, fine. My question is, how does this woman last for two years with no income whatsoever other than like $12,000 they say he paid her? That's that's the first big red flag for me. However, all of the other stuff inside of this email is pretty, this complaint is not only recorded, but disgusting. It is disgusting. Like 50 Shades of Grey, on steroids and then you puke in your mouth just reading it it's gross what
2: what, what well what happened can you give us some radio friendly version of what is being alleged and and why you think it's um and why you think this this is some very serious and probably uh tr- you know believable stuff
1: um She was given emails. Well, this is the biggest thing. Why, other than the salacious nonsense that's in there, this is why I think it's really going to be a a big problem. Mrs. Dunphy was given access to emails from, to, or concerning. 20, 20, 20, 25,000 emails he gave her to keep on her computer so that she could go through them for him and, you know, take care of his business. But they included... President Trump, the Trump family, including emails from Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, and Eric Trump, Trump's son-in-law Jared Kushner, former FBI director Louis Free, Trump lawyer Jay Sekulow, secretaries of state, former aides to President Trump like Steve Bannon, Reince Priebus, and Kellyanne Conway, former uh, attorney general Mike Mukasey and Jeff Sessions, media figures like Rupert Murdoch, Sean Hannity, and Tucker Carlson, and Newt Gingrich, presidential candidates for the Ukraine. Um, Erdogan of Turkey, the Ailes family, the LeFranc family, Bernie Kerik, Igor Fruman, Lev Parnas, um, two attorneys, including Robert Costello, um, also Victoria Tonsig, Fred Fielding, and Joe Joe Genova. All of the materials moving back and forth between a lot of those people are highly privileged, privileged and confidential. And he gave her access to them without any... any... She can't read them. She's not supposed to have them. She can't read them. Now she's got them all. And she's working with Lev Parnas. Lev Parnas was the guy that flipped on Trump during the Ukraine impeachment and leaked that call, that that recording that he had during lunch. Lev Parnas is a problem. He's been weaseling around for a long time. He did a space. He was on a space when the ukraine information about biden came out a month or so ago and i was able to ask him some questions because i know his he was and he ended up being arrested by the doj
2: so she's she's not supposed to have any of this stuff no even if she's in. okay and so he gave her that stuff and he wasn't supposed to that's is this is this the big the biggest issue
1: that's well no there's a lot more but this is a huge issue why she's in new york frank Letitia James is going to intervene in this case, I guarantee, to grab up every last email that Giuliani has with anybody that had to do with anything Trump related at all, including his business deals and everything else, and is going to argue that the veil of privilege was broken because he gave these emails to someone who shouldn't have had them. So now- Who wasn't, she, even,
2: who wasn't even being paid.
1: Who wasn't even being paid.
2: But was we'll it- So then what, what was everything else? Well, he was actually having sex with her?
1: He was having sex with her- as so per she agreed, her,
2: she agreed to that.
1: As per her, the first few times she didn't, it was forced.
2: She uh, was being raped, but she kept coming to work.
1: Well, she was, she was in a spot like, and I can, I can reading the entire 70 pages. I can understand this argument to some degree because when he did it, she was like being promised this million dollar salary, right? She had no other job. He was litigating her. The only thing that she, she had going in terms of like retaining any of her own possessions and stuff in her divorce or her, her lawsuit. And she was going on all these meetings, speaking to all these people. She thought that it was real. She didn't think that at the end of the three or two and a half years that she was with him working, that he would just ghost her completely like as soon as she starts asking and the text messages are included in the complaint. As soon as she starts asking him like, can you pay me? I'm having a really hard time here. He just ghosts her and says, sorry, I'm in love with someone else. I'm not gonna be able to work with you anymore and then leaves. And then she's like, so she approaches him again to try and get him to settle with her in some way. Like, can you give me some compensation for all the work that I've done? And the work that she's done is, is documented in, in the complaint. It's not like she didn't do anything from a, from a professional standpoint so there's the I'm telling you people can say oh this is nonsense but it's not I'm telling you right now it's not and it's bad it's really bad I want to see what he has to say so far he has said I don't even know who this person is that's obviously a lie so okay there's that
2: please well yeah. we'll see what happens yeah We'll see what happens.
1: There um, was a thread, Frank, that was made by um, Michael Sanger. It's so good. It is a chronological open access library of the most important and viral video clips from throughout the response to COVID. And it starts with the original video of people falling down dead in China. Quote
2: Things we never saw here.
1: From this virus. Yeah, the, the welding into people's homes in China. How they were welding people in, the things that China did to sufficiently freak the world out into lockdowns. Um, well, you know,
2: here's the thing: uh, you can go into, uh, you can go a live leak is seventy five percent Chinese everyday atrocity of just buildings falling down randomly, people getting run over, then rerun over by uh, drivers and other pedestrians who don't care. Uh, you can find all, so it's probably didn't take much.
1: He's got clips of um, Tedros in here. It goes on and on and on. I mean, it's just a, it's a video documentary of COVID from the beginning. It's pretty incredible. Um, I'll link it in the show notes for everybody. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome, and it'll just keep going. He's just going to keep adding to it as he finds things. Um, Elon Musk was doing an interview yesterday with David Faber. Here, here's a...
0: Come and say, you gotta stop, man. This is pretty cool. God, no.
1: I wanna watch it. The pauses in this interview are what make it for me. I don't know about anybody else, but here. Oh, and also, real quick, on the Giuliani thing. he, he Giuliani is on tape. I don't know if this is true or if he was just being, you know, crazy. But Giuliani is on tape telling someone at a lunch meeting that they will, they are selling presidential pardons for $2 million a pop.
2: And it wasn't in jest.
1: No, he even, he, he, well, I mean, from the way they position it, he's saying a million goes to me, a million goes to Trump. You need to go outside of the typical channels though, because if it goes through the typical channels, it's foiAable.
2: And he's not talking, he's not, he's not joking around. This is like a a tag, tag sale for.
1: I haven't heard, I haven't heard it myself. I don't know, but.
2: Uh, Well, whatever. We'll see.
1: I'd like to ask Frank, what would you like to talk about on the show? Like what topics would, would you like to talk about? What do you mean? Like what topics do you think would, would be more valuable?
2: Well, I don't know. I'm just following your lead. What am I supposed to say?
1: Nothing. I, I just, sometimes I, I like, I, I don't I don't know how much time to spend on something because you seem very uninterested. Well, I know. I don't know what this, <laughs>
2: hey, I, I, that's the best I can come up with what that is. Hey, if you haven't even heard it yet, then I guess we're going to have to see with that, too. That would be another one. I, I, if they got him selling presidential pardons like it's a tag sale on tape and it's all can be verified, then obviously that is going to be a very widely uh, circulated story and it's going to be pounced on by anybody who has some weight in this completely screwed up system. But it's
1: just, it's another thing. Like just, we can't stop adding things. This is another thing for me, like your judgment of who you keep around you. Like, I mean, you had to know when he, like I, I lost it. Remember during the election when he was out in the heat or he was drunk or something? I don't know. And his frickin' hair dye was running down his face.
2: Down his cheeks.
1: Yeah.
2: And when he was doing all of those press conferences with um, Sidney Powell. Yeah. That was right after, when they were still talking about the Kraken. He had the, he had the, the, uh, the J- Just for Men was just dripping down to his chin.
1: I want to start adding some more, like, of the culture stuff to the show. If I don't see it, can you, like, I want to I diversify the show a little bit more from from all of this crap that we're, we're we're seeing we're gonna get to target after elon but if you frank come across anything that you think would be uh conversation inducing that's not somebody being sued some government report and you know some uh, trial share it with me <laughs> because that's all that comes across my desk every day
2: Okay, I'll, I'll, any, okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see what's up.
1: Yeah, just send it my way. All right, here we go.
0: I don't, so, I don't want to at all, uh, but I'm, what I'm trying, even came up though in the annual meeting, I mean, you know, do your tweets hurt the company? Are there Tesla owners who say, I don't agree with his political position because, and I know it because he shares so much of it. Or are there advertisers on Twitter that Linda Yuccarina will come and say, you got to stop, man. Or, you know, I can't get these ads because of some of the things you tweet.
1: The pause, the, the pause is great.
2: You know, I'm reminded of, uh, the a scene in The
0: Princess Bride, great movie. Great movie. Um, where he confronts the person who killed his father. And he says, The, I, offer me money Offer me power I don't care See so you just don't care You want to share what you have to say I'll say what I want to say And if if, if, uh, if the consequence of that is
2: losing money So be it Okay
1: you can't I believe want it. my
2: father back you son of a bitch
1: he can't believe that somebody would actually have principles. It's like, that's can't
2: what he uh, that's what he said. I I like that. Well, it's just somebody so so focused in on on what's what's what matters to them, especially if you're on a if you're on a quest that is true and there's something principled there, like Inigo Montoya was. He wanted revenge for his father's death, and it was just right at that moment where he he is actually fighting off his own death. He had been speared how many times by the six fingered man and he's standing right there and he's got him right where he wants him and he knows that there's nothing there's nothing gonna stop it, it's a, it's like it's like uh it's like maximus at the end of gladiator he's been poisoned he knows he's going down but he is not going to let go until he finishes off commodus and there's no there's no um, negotiating and i i like i think that uh, that mindset for everything you can you can drum up you can ask and you can be suspicious of with someone like elon musk i totally respect that position that's a that was a good one
1: it's i have to watch the rest of it i think somewhere in there he says he doesn't believe that the 2020 election was was stolen um i will not agree with him on that but hey you know hey okay target there there have been videos coming out i guess they just launched this new children's line where they're trying to make your kids all Um, cross-dressing transgender people. But this... Target, because I heard that their new pride collection was out. So let's take a look. This is a special swimsuit. It is invented for tucking. Live, laugh, lesbian. Are they amoebas? These don't even look like people. Queer, queer. This right here. These are baby clothes. They say that grooming isn't happening. Then why are there pride... Baby onesie trans people will always exist. This is the ugliest shirt I've ever seen I don't care if you're queer. Why would you wear this? This is ugly kids go into a, a Pride parade you get a little pride skirt for your kids super queer It's like a it's like a superpower honestly target What is going on? This is pretty disgusting tuck friendly bathing suits for lauren, lauren
2: lauren told me about this two days ago she said um, I you know she saw uh, yeah I love I love the very Masonic checkerboard and the the, uh, the over the rainbow imagery all this stuff they don't even get it they they, they people don't get it and uh, parents are so stupid that they'll actually think that they're they're doing something nice there and they're showing their their support for for one thing or another Well, what they're supporting is beyond the pale um, Lauren told me about that I said what do you mean tuck like because my mom when, when I uh, when I had my speedos when I was you know six seven Oh, we need years pictures <laughs> picture picture frank <laughs> you know actually you want to picture me in a speedo at seven years old that's weird but you know my mother my mother she taught she told me you have to tuck. you have to tuck. you know you, you know whatever just so that people see a little you know a, a bump and not you know the whole you know you know that was more of an aesthetic you're going to be out there. You you, you have to. Why didn't to tuck. she get
1: you the boxer ones? Why would she put you in a speedo? It
2: was the '90s. Everybody was in speedos. She did, my my whole point was she wasn't telling me to tuck, so I would look more like a girl. She was, but this the, the the fact that this is now what corporations are telling parents: Hey, your 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 son may want to be a girl. Use this so you can hide his penis completely. And so we can LARP as the opposite sex. That is something completely different than, you know, knowing how to present yourself when you're in public.
1: The video I have, I have a pause and the shirt is, sorry, can't think straight with the brain that's rainbow. Like you're going to put your kid in that seriously. It's, it's, uh, it's just this whole thing. And it's worse than just what she showed. they get away with it. Lauren loves Target. I mean, is she going to stop shopping there because of this? Probably not. Most people probably won't.
2: Everybody's saying no, Frank. No, nobody was in speedos in the nineties, Frank. <laughs> Please were... get the hell out of here.
1: I don't really remember my, my. I don't remember that, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen.
2: Nineteen. I don't know when I was when I was uh, five, six years old. I'm I'm wearing. I'm just wearing Speedos. I I don't know. All the guys
1: in the chat are taking the opportunity to explain why they can't tuck, Frank. One person said, I can't tuck. My butt would look like a fruit bowl.
2: Oh, (laughs) I see. I see. Hung like a monster at five, were you?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's everybody's excuse. I
1: don't know about all that with junk. I don't have it. And I, I mean, I let my husband deal with that stuff with my son, but.
2: Tiffany. Tiffin Dilly, your mom had bad taste, Frank. Well, you can go Yeah, fuck you.
1: You know what's All funny right. about that, actually? Talking about moms with bad taste. I'm sure my mom is watching the show right now. I um I had probably the biggest 80s hair you have ever seen in your life. I had my whole top feathered, my mom got it, and she would poof it up like there were pictures. There are pictures of this. I don't know how the hell I was made to walk out of the house every day with my hair that way.
2: Wait yeah, it was something to consider.
1: was terrible, was bad. And I don't I'm wanna- bringing,
2: now I'm bringing Speedos back and I'm just gonna do it because I hate all of you.
1: Do the show in a Speedo and we would have so many, it would be the equivalent of me doing the show in a low cut blouse. Promise.
2: Good. That's it, you want freak show? I'll make Target blush, go ahead. <laughs>
1: All right, guys, you have been listening to the Dark to Light podcast with
2: Frankie Val in the basement and
1: Beans. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 2.30 Eastern time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify and RadioInfluence.com. Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8:30 a.m. Eastern Time on Rumble, Getter, and Twitter, and don't forget to check out Frank Show, where you'll find all the culture you can take Monday through Friday at uh, 7 p.m. on Quite Frankly TV and also on Rumble, and we'll be back here on Friday.
2: Later.